0: Good morning, Nachum. Good afternoon, Shabbos, everybody. Wow, here we go. This Shabbos, Shabbos Beresh, we have the privilege and distinction of starting the Torah anew, afresh, in a more excited way than in the past. The first thing we have to realize is Berachus Barah Elohim that this world has a Creator. And not only that, but that there is perfect harmony between Torah and the natural world. We see this, number one, in the very translation of the words, veracious in the beginning, bora elokim. Elokim is Teva. Elokim is a natural World and as the Zohar teaches that his be God looked into the Torah, which was written by a baruch nine hundred and seventy-two generations prior to creation. Histakil be God looked into the Torah ubara alma, and He created a world. He created a world that the land of Israel should be that place that unlike all other lands in the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could say to the Jewish people work it consecutively for six years and you would think that in that sixth year it would fetch out the bare minimum, no. Just in that six year, you're going to get enough to sustain you for that year, for the Shemitah year, when you're not going to plant, and the year afterwards. Where is this coming from? It's built into the system itself. Beracious Bara Elukim. And there is a very, I think, delicious, Orachayim HaKadosh, who discusses this at Parshas B'Shalach, where the Torah is telling us about Kriyas Yamsuf, and we have a Yom Tov to celebrate the incredible Kriyas Yamsuf, asks the Orachayim HaKadosh, what's the big deal of Kriyas Yamsuf? After all, the Gemara in Hulin Daf Zayin Amad Aleph teaches that the Holy Tana, Rabbi Pinchas ben Yo'ir, was on his way to do the mitzvah of Pidyon Shvuyim, to redeem captives. And when he came to the river Genai, he said to the river, split in order that I should be able to pass. The river said to him, excuse me, you're going to do rotson konecha. You're going to do a mitzvah, which is the will of your maker. But ani, I too, said the river, holeich lasos rotson kone. I'm going also to do the rule of my creator, namely that the river should flow. And therefore, wait a minute. You continue the river, suffak. You don't know for sure if you will succeed in redeeming the captives, but ani, but I, vadai ose, I for sure am succeeding in continuing that which I was created to do, to honor God by flowing. So said the holy Tana Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yo'ir, if you split, fine. And if not, I will dry you up. And so it split. Rapinchas ben Yo'ir had another Jew who was accompanying him, who was carrying wheat for the purpose of baking matzes. Said Rapinchas, split for this Jew also. He too is involved in a mitzvah. And the river split. And there was a third individual, an Arab merchant, who was walking with him. And Repincha said to the river one more time, split for him. Why? That it shouldn't be said that this is what we do only for ourselves, and we're not magnanimous for others as well, and it's split. Now, the Bala Orachayim Kotosh asks, wait a minute when Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to split the sea. The sea said to Moshe, I'm sorry, I am not going to split before you. I was created on the third day, and you were not created until the sixth day. What happens? We're told that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to extend his right hand to that of Moshe, to assist him in the splitting of the sea. And he asked the Orachim Kodosh, why is it that the river Genai split so easily for Pinchas Ben-Yoir, and here it required God himself to assist Moshe in the splitting? And he answers in such a powerful way. He says that when God created the world, he put a condition into the Bria. And Rashi brings this condition at the end of the first day of, excuse me, at the end of the first week of creation. So the Torah says that when was this? Come on, this was last Pasuk in chapter 1, Vine told Ma'od, Vahi Erev, Vahi Vokir Yom Hashishi, thus sixth day, doesn't say six, and Rashi says, Hosef Bashishi Bigmar, Masabaracious Lomar, Shehisna imoem that HaKadosh Baruch made a condition, that nature is going to survive only if Am Yisrael accepts the Torah and the Hashishi refers to the sixth day of Sivan and now continues the Orachayim HaKadosh, that HaKadosh Baruch put a t'nai a condition with the Bria that it should be Kofof, it should be subservient to Torah and to Amor those that are workers of Torah, those that are steeped in Torah, those who are observant of Torah. L'asos to do kol And therefore, here we go. That Pinchas bin ear. when did he live? He lived after Kabbalah Satorah. Ah, once we had the schus of the Torah, therefore the river split for him. But the greatness, my friends, of Kriyas Yamsuf, is that Hashem performed this before Klai Yisrael accepted the Torah at Sinai. Before this, ah... That already is something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to do and be there literally at Moshe's right hand. We find so much in the very chapter of creation which gives us so much guidance as to how to live our lives. On the Pasuk, at the end of the first paragraph of creation at the end of the first day vayhi erev vayhi voker and it was and it was yom ehad the majredis says in the name of rab abuhu milaid this comes to teach us and it was and it was shoyar akolish barohu bore olamos umakhrivon akolish barohu prior to creating this world created other worlds, and destroyed them. At Shabara Es elu, until he created this one that we are familiar with. And he said, Dane Hanyinli, this I like. Now the question is, why? Lahavdil Elif Havdolos, when it came to Thomas Edison, I'm not sure exactly, but they say approximately 850 times, trial and error, trial and error, until he got that light bulb to work, or... HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need more than one time. He could create that perfect world the very first time. Why might he have created other worlds and destroyed them? And Rav Salvechik Levracha, said beautifully to teach us a very powerful lesson, namely that there are times in a person's life that lo aleinu, he loses either a close relative or a business that he had sunk years and effort and resources into, and one day it's completely gone, and then what? And then the person is potentially broken, and then what? And then he cannot continue. (laughs) Chas v'shalom, built into nature, is... Vai vayi'voker. That as Hakadosh Baruch Hu created worlds and destroyed them, and then recreates, so too, each and every year we have that power, we have that koach of His to recreate. Listen to this delicious medrash. The medrash is found on the pasuk in Tilim Perak, Kuf Beis 102, and it happens to be the end of Pasuk 19. Says David Hamelech, V'am Nivra Yahalil Ka. What does that mean, Ve'am Nivra? So that the newborn people will praise Hashem. What does that mean, newborn people will praise Hashem? Are we talking about the babies? No. So the Medrash says, and I quote, that there's a makhluk, as Rabbi Yehuda says, it refers to the Doroshel Mordechai, that they were Nivra, Kibria, Chadasha, they were given a second chance on life. But the Chachamim say no. Elu Adoros, it refers to the many generations in Jewish history where the people are literally, they're actually living, but they're like dead in their accomplishments. This is the Yalkut Shimoni, And they dive into Hashem on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And you, Hashem... Borei osam, you create them. Brio Chadosha, literally a new person. Umalem L'asos, sos, and what should they do? Litol ulaveyan, take your lulav, and ulahallel oso, and praise Akurish Baruch Hu. A new start, a new beginning. Have a, what is this? The amnivra yahalil ka, a nation that is just born. Your hallelujah should praise Hashem. My friends, we are that nation that is just born. We are the ones who pray to Hashem on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We are the ones that were given that second chance, that new lease on life. And now we have a new beginning. And so, the opportunity to look upon mitzvos with a sense of freshness. Why do you wash Negel Vasar in the morning? So take a look at the beginning of chapter 4 in the Shulchan Aruch. And he gives us two reasons. The Rosh says because during the course of the night, our hands might have touched parts of our body which would be improper for us to in until we washed. And then comes the Rajboah and says, Why do you wash your hands, Negovasa, every morning? Three times, right, left, right, left. Why? Lefisha b'shachar, in the morning, after the shena, onunasim kabriya We are like new souls, new individuals taksiv khadoshim labkorim rabu menosekh and therefore we give thanks ho god shiburohu shibrunu that created us for the purpose of honoring him to serve him and to bless his name and that's why we have the broccoli and the shahar poki'im bim bisharumim matira surum so keep kfufim all these brachos, the idea very powerfully. And therefore, look upon the Kiddush tonight differently, as if it's the first time you are citing Kiddush. They go together. What does that mean? Very quickly, how do I know that there is a brias, and that there was a creation? Bereshis borolokim. How do I know? And the answer is Because since at Yetzias Mitzrayim HaKadosh Baruch Hu suspended all of nature, ah, he's able to suspend nature because he created nature. And therefore, the excitement of new Kiddush, the excitement of going into a new Shabbos of greater appreciation. And I pray that this is what we are bringing to the new year. And I just wish to conclude by saying, as we began, that there is perfect sync between Torah and nature. We lost, unfortunately, this Shemini Atzeres, Harav Moshe David Tendler, Seychat Tzadik Levracha, who was not only a Rosh Hashiva, but had his doctorate in um, biology, and not only taught Torah, but taught biology with an infusion of Torah of teaching young Talmidei Chachamim that Torah and nature and science are all one to see the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. he was such a powerful asset to the Jewish community in so many ways he will be sorely missed but his incredible legacy lives on Te Zichro Paruch and Shabbat Shalom to all.